What's Tech is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen. Using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city, consumer credit, and debit cards. I'm actually going to bring you into my story because I want to ask you... I wanted to ask you your take before I do this. Um, okay. So, Plant, let me ask you. Uh-huh. What was your go-to ramen combination in college? How did you spice up the ramen? Oh, interesting. Um, so, I didn't eat a lot of food. I kind of had what some might call an eating disorder. <laughs> um, so I, I, I should not I, be laughing. For, Sorry. Yeah. For, for, for freshman year of college, I ate a um, bagel with jam on it around 3 p.m. And sometimes that was my only food. And then eventually I this is not really getting help for us. And this is a serious thing. I hope. Anybody who uh, has eating uh, trouble does not look at this as a way to live your life. I started eating more, and I would go to our food hall. And this is not answering your question, because I didn't ultimately eat a lot of ramen. I would go to our food hall, and to get like a day's worth of nutrition, I would get a tuna wrap with sliced pickles inside. So it was just tuna and pickles. And then I would also get a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. And I would eat both of them, kind of alternating between the two. And if that sounds absolutely foul, um, you're right. It does. I I don't know what was wrong with me. Um, But that was really the only thing I wanted to eat most days. I'm just going to say peas. I liked adding peas to my my ramen. Hello, and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheBridge.com. I am your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant. Today, I am joined by my colleague, my dear close friend, managing editor of TheBridge.com, Ross Miller. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Kind of embarrassed. I keep forgetting your middle name is Thomas. Uh, so this is a good reminder. I think there's, if we've learned anything today, that, that's the one thing I'll take away from this. Do you, you know there's actually a trick to remembering my full name. What is that? Every every Christmas, you sit underneath a Christmas plant when you open presents. Chris Thomas, Thomas plant. Plant. Got it. Mm. Oh, that's clever. See? Was it? Was that intentional? I, I, I didn't realize that okay. somebody else did. <laughs> so today, we are going to be talking about a number of things. It's not a traditional episode. This is a back-to-school episode, if you will. And specifically, we want to talk about dorm life, because I know that both of us were, um, what's the word, older than, I guess, anyone close to college at this point. We've been away from college twice as long as we've been in college. Wait, that's about that right. right? Uh, it's a, sure. It's about that, right. That, something like that. But what we did learn from college, if anything, is how to get by uh, in a very small and confined space. And then we learned even more about that by... Uh, moving into uh new york city yeah which yeah i mean i i went to college in new york and my dorm room was actually larger than my first apartment so that was a rude wake-up call so we're going to kind of talk about a few different uh ways to use technology use gadgets to improve life 
uh, if you live in a small apartment there, or if you live in a dorm. Uh, and I guess to kick that off, we'll just say the one obvious gadget that you, Ross Miller, recommend to a new college student moving into their dorm. That's easy. That is going to be headphones, really big headphones to block out all sounds of whatever else is happening mm-hmm. in that dorm room. Yeah, um, I second this. This is going to be an episode where I guess people get to learn about Chris Plant. <laughs> um, my dorm room at NYU was a building called Brittany that has been improved upon greatly since I lived there. Uh, when I was there, it didn't have air conditioning. The water went out regularly. Uh, our elevator dropped randomly. One time while I was in it, uh, just went down two floors. And on top of that, I shared a room with five people. It was kind of like oh, wow. a room and a half. And the this area that I was in, it was me and then two other guys, right? Uh-huh. And they had a divider between them. Like their desks act as a divider so they didn't have to see each other while they slept. But my bed was just like the kind of T-shape of the divider. So at all times, I could see and hear both of them. Oh, God. So every night, it was like a battle of the bands, basically. (laughs) Um, Except for they weren't bands. And truly, I had some Sennheiser open-ear headphones, which I people will tell you closed ear is valuable because... It it prevents any sound from getting in. But the value of open ear was it let people know that I was there. So if it got to be too much, I just turned it up so loud that they could really hear my music and be reminded that there was another human uh, feet away from them. That's actually that's a very clever way of putting it. Yeah, I think open ear would be <laughs> a good choice there. Uh, I know I had a I had the the tiny box with two lofted beds and really no other space. I mean, they didn't really have desks. We had a window. And then this is me showing age. We had the Ethernet cables that were going under the door for Halo. But that was about it. Just two lofts and then a tiny little floor space in between. And whatever we could fit under there was our entire lives. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm just I'm just trying to do a kind of a tangent to get away from, like, the uncomfortable mental image of, like, what why you need headphones in freshman year. But Yeah, no, no, that helps. Well, uh, let's talk about what what you're going to use those headphones for. Streaming services, this is a thing neither of us had when we were in college, which seems kind of hard to believe. No, I mean, um, we, we got lucky, though. I mean, we were at least in the MP3 era. I cannot imagine going to college where you had to do, like, stacks of CDs. Sure, yeah. Our, our iTunes, uh, there was a hack that you could do where you could see all the other iTunes accounts on the Wi-Fi, which, looking back on it, must have been wildly dangerous in terms of privacy. But yeah, that's how I got most of my music was just listening to other people's music on their iTunes accounts. Far cry from Spotify. Anyway, none of this is helpful for a modern person. (laughs) What service do you recommend if, you know, somebody's on a budget, they need entertainment, they need distractions from what is going on around them in their dorm room? Oh man, you were like, you know, this is the can of worms question. What's the best streaming service? But it is. Oh man, I'm I'm just gonna throw out names, and if you choose any other of them, that's also cool too. Hey, it's not me to judge. I'm just gonna say, get Netflix, get Spotify, and then make sure all your friends have different services, and then make friends. Oh, that's good. And then share keychains. Yes, like if you got a friend that has Hulu, don't get Hulu. Get a friend. Yeah, I, I think if I had to, like, just say one, if you didn't have any friends mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, I don't know, I, I need something to entertain me because I'm profoundly lonely living in this new place. <laughs> um, not that I could relate to that ever. I, I think Hulu would actually be my pick right now. Really? 
Because, yeah, and my logic would be that it's too hard in a dorm room to, like, own the TV, right? Right. Like, it's always busy, or it's just not being used. Like, nobody really wants to use it because it's a communal thing. So Hulu, I think, is far better than Netflix at, like, recent television. And I think, I, I yeah, I think I would be more likely to watch recent TV, especially during college where, like, all I wanted was kind of fluff, mm-hmm. than I would be to, like... I don't know. Netflix seems like where I go, like when you're like in your late twenties or early thirties or beyond that, and you, you're like, you know what I need? I need a serious drama to eat up the time that I have that is spent away from work. And that's fair. I think my counter thing would like be like, I love watching new TV shows. I love talking about new TV shows. But that would entail I need friends, and I'm going to hope they buy Hulu instead. Oh, interesting. So wait, wait, here's interesting. here's the, here's a counter counter pitch. Get an HD antenna. Oh wow! Just, just go like pay thirty dollars up front. Watch things live. I mean, you know what? You gotta save money anyway. Stay in a dorm room. Eat some ramen with peas, and you know, watch whatever's coming on Fox that night. Or watch NBC. what happens live. Um. Okay. Best laptop. <laughs> somebody, somebody is gonna need something to watch this on. Presumably, it won't be a TV because who owns TVs anymore? What is the laptop that is going to get somebody through their? their school days, and also provide hours of entertainment. I'm going to give three choices, and this is just because I'm literally not going to make the call for whatever. Don't flame me for this. If you like Apple, get a MacBook Pro. I went through my whole college with an Apple. I loved it. If you need Windows, probably an XPS 13. I think Dell's done a really good job with those. And then here's the one where like you're just on a budget. You just need a word processor. I'm really impressed with the Acer Chromebook. Those are all good options. I don't think you could really go wrong with any of those. This is this is me also saying like these are three choices, and I'm not gonna tell you which one's right. I'm definitely like just like trying to be like politically savvy here. But um, I liked the Apple. I love MacBook. I still use my MacBook. It's lasted me years. I think if I was to start over though, I would probably done just the Chromebook option because I didn't do much but stream. I wouldn't be doing much like streaming videos and like typing. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned your your own limited space. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend is kind of food tricks because we had one tiny fridge that we shared in our in our room. This is another disgusting thing that I did to my body. I remember that when I decided to treat myself, I got a small iced hot, hot chocolate, <laughs> but oh, I would God. try to make it last the week. So I put tin foil over it and keep it in the fridge and then like treat myself to a few sips every day. Dude. This is the saddest <laughs> episode of What's Tech ever. This, I like, is, this is like really bleak. It's just really amazing. Someone's going to like download this episode and go, ooh, back to school. And then it's just group therapy. <laughs> it's just, it's just work. None of these things. Well, I mean, this doesn't seem like this wasn't that bad. It was kind of nice. I didn't have like money. Because I was, like, going to college, which was way too expensive, and also working. So, like, you know, I, I, I made what was available to me last. I, I found my pleasures in life. That's what we're going to keep saying. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. I mean, like, my... What my... are some real food tricks? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going to be sad, too. But you know what? When you go to college, food is sad for a few years, and you get to appreciate it after the fact. That's real true. Uh, no, um, I would say the lifesaver for me was not the microwave so much as, like, the electric kettle like oh which god was a savior like sometimes you want hot coffee or hot hot chocolate or ramen i literally lived off ramen way longer than i care to admit but yeah like it's the idea like i can instantly make something hot hot water was the most valuable asset especially in the winter time do you do you recommend that people try soylent the food supplement what is it like 
powder that you put in water or whatever, however it works. People yeah, like that. People can read about it. <laughs> I mean, wait, have you not tried this stuff yet, the Soylent? No. It, it's, it's like a protein shake. I mean, I look, I tried it for like a month, I think, last year. It's fine. Like, I prefer chewing sometimes. Yeah. So I think that's the one thing I would miss. But like, yeah, it's it's fine. It's quick to do. And it's like, it's. I think if you're talking about like a very small space, it's easy to just have that kind of packed in a corner somewhere. Maybe do you like how judgmental I sounded immediately of it, despite everything else I've said in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> There's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to completely judge the way everyone chooses to take care of their body while I slowly sip on my two and a half week old half empty carton of frozen chocolate <laughs> okay okay yes looking not only at your time in college but mm-hmm. your your time in new york city what are some of your favorite ways to make the most of a small amount of living space okay and yes and this is also true of new york where we had no space and then the time between where i was in san francisco literally was like i just i would find apartments that had like no horizontal space, but a lot of like headroom, which is magical to find. Um, and my advice is to literally look how like how tall is your wall? Make everything a shelf. Make everything a hook. Is that a back of the door? Put something that hangs on there. The dream world, if you're rich, get a Murphy bed. But pretend you're not rich. Literally, just find ways to put hooks in the wall that can be weighed down. Find shelving units. Put things under the bed. Like literally, just always think vertical. Okay, this is a thing that we have not discussed beforehand. So I'm gonna I'm gonna catch you off guard. Here. Oh oh no. Are you ready? Yeah. I I think the big difference between when I was in school, even though I I think I had an iPhone while I was in school. Yeah, I got rid of my Sidekick for an iPhone, I think my sophomore year. Oh, wow. But the big difference is now they're like a gajillion apps, right? And like Mm -hmm. I had to actually carry around a planner, which seems so quaint now. What apps do you recommend in terms of getting your life together so you don't become completely disorganized while you're trying to pursue your education? Uh, I would say Tinder at first. Uh, okay, great, Kate, but if you're looking for more serious, Bumble is a good... No, um, for organization. <laughs> Sorry. No, um, I mean, sure, yeah. that, that'll that help. That's everybody... Need, uh, in, in my day, we used Facebook <laughs> because that's when it was a dating app. Can can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, this is just a nostalgia episode at this point. This is like for real how I met my first college girlfriend. Uh-huh. I This is... Now it's going to sound very creepy, but I assure you it's what everyone did when Facebook first started, um, Facebook was only available in like a, a small handful of colleges, mm-hmm. NYU being one of them. And then you had to say what dorm you were in. And I met a girl on th- this terrible elevator, and I was like, oh, she lives in my dorm. And there are only like, I don't know, 40 people on Facebook in my dorm at this point. So I like looked her up on Facebook, and then like that's how we went and had our first date. Oh wow! Because you like I like oh I and I and I poked her because poking was like how you let people know like hey. you know Facebook poking is still a thing. It, do people still actually do it? Uh, I mean, I found the menu on accident the other day and I just started poking everybody. So I mean, why not? And now they all think that you want to date them. It, they do. It's it's the weirdest I, I, thing. I don't think it means what it used to mean. No, no, not at all. That's a shame. But yeah, like that that was like its purpose. It was explicitly a dating app. And then they were like, added the ability to upload photos. And then gradually it became something totally different. And it feels like that 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 early history of it has been kind of erased. Yeah, I mean, but like, you know, of course, the audience grew up. 
And so they wanted to keep that account because deleting it is just such a pain. And like you just kind of build a community as it becomes less hookup and more family oriented. This is a back yeah. to school episode, right? Yeah, I mean, th- <laughs> we're going, we are going back to our days in we school. We are. Is what, what is happening here. Yeah, okay, we did no, not like, ha- okay, g- yeah. g- give me another app other than like a dating app that is going to actually help people. I mean, yeah, I think I've been a huge fan of Microsoft OneNote of all things. Like, I've been tr- oh, I've been desperately sure. trying to find like a to do list app, and like in the decades of a phone use or a decade of phone use, I have not found a great one. But that one's decent enough for me. Like, I can quickly jot notes. It syncs up to whatever laptop or computer I'm using. And like, I think the biggest thing for me was like, whatever device I have with me, I'm going to remember something. I need to jot it down. Or if I'm taking notes for a lecture and I don't have my laptop with me, but I'm freaking out about something, I need to be able to like look it up. Maybe I'm taking a test at the time. I don't know how strict they are about phone usage. They're probably pretty strict. Yeah. I, I would recommend Fantastical. Oh, that's real good. Yeah. It's like the easiest, I think, of the, uh, calendar apps and probably inbox, which like. Most people who are in college are still at a point where they only have to navigate a single Gmail account, which <laughs> just sounds like heaven to me. My God, yes. Um, you, you know, you're not like trying to negotiate like three or four different accounts, and thus you are not able to use any good uh, mail software. Yeah, I, I think those would probably be my like two starting points. I mean, all of this is really just set up for the big question of this show. Oh God, I like, know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. You, you prepped me so I wouldn't like freak out. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, yep. I'm, I this is what I this is why I try to take care of you. <laughs> I, I I think we have to debate what is the best video game console or PC or portable handheld console for being in college. Do you have? Do you have? I have the answer. The only answer there's going to be. Oh, the only answer. Yeah. Wow, big yeah. shot. Yeah, that's going to be the Nintendo GameCube. Oh gosh. Boom. Okay. Next. <laughs> as I as I chug my Red Bull here, feeling like I'm in college again. Gosh. How about one for like kids, <laughs> not for thirty-two year olds trying to relive the past. <laughs> hey, everybody loves Mario Kart Double Dash. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> okay. What is actually good? What is actually... Wow, wow. I mean, again, this is all going to be personal preference, but okay. I think you and I are going to fall in the same place, like PlayStation 4. Yeah, that seems like a pretty safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what, what's your argument for it? My argument for it is just, and this is well beyond back to school, it's just like it's got a better library of games right now. It's smaller. Even just a tiny... Bag. Okay, so the Xbox Slim exists too. So that I can't use that argument anymore. I just like... To me, it's like the social foundation. Like, when we were in college and the Xbox 360 came out, like, everyone I knew flocked to 360 and Xbox Live, and like, that was one of the reasons that I got it. I think when you are in college and you're looking for people, like, some of it is an element of peer pressure. Like, oh, are you playing online at PlayStation Network or Xbox Live? I kind of tend to just choose whichever one my friends had at that moment. And yeah, it feels yeah. like the better library game, especially for online multiplayer stuff right now, is distinctly... PlayStation 4. Yeah, I I think my argument would be this is why I would also maybe go a little towards PC, even though a PC is like large and probably takes up too much space and takes too much time to finesse. But PS4 has a lot of local multiplayer games. And if there is like I I hadn't I kind of fell away from games during high school, but came back to them in like dorms because of local multiplayer. Like I I just love that hanging out on a couch and playing a game with, you know, four or five other friends. And there's there's a surprising amount of good 
PS4 local multiplayer games. There's like Sports Friends, which I think is a it's a collection of a number of tiny local multiplayer games. There's Video Ball. There's this Undercooked game. I think that's what it's called. It's a cooking game for four people. But I think like that's what I would encourage people to do if they're going into college. I think I I imagine I have to imagine that when you are still living at home in high school, online gaming if you are are into games is dominant, right? Because like you can't just go to your friend's place all the time. But in college, oh, there are no rules. You can do such wild things as go play video ball at two in the morning. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that would be. I think that's a pretty solid recommendation. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm gonna go the. I'm gonna say like a, a decided no to PC just because there's so much little space. Yeah. Depending on what kind of desktop you get, I mean, you're already gonna have a laptop. You have to have a laptop with you all the time. So, are you gonna get a second computer that that's you know that's kind of expensive? But again, you know there was, like, I, I get local multiplayer is the most important thing. That's why I'm going to say, you know, maybe you want Mario Party and Mario Kart and Smash oh, wow. Bros. All local multiplayer. And you know what? Oh, my God, look at this thing. It's uh-huh. a GameCube. And it has a uh-huh. handle. It has a handle to carry with you. Uh-huh. Well, that's been a strange episode of What's Tech. <laughs> uh, I want... <laughs> Thank you, thank you for coming uh, today, Ross. This I has ap- been this has been a real treat. I apologize for anyone actually listening to this. Thank you guys for <laughs> listening, though. No, no, they're all they're all so fortunate. And what they can do uh, as a sign of gratitude, you, 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 amazing, wonderful, and patient listener, is you can leave a review on iTunes, um, or you could leave a review on uh, another podcast and just pretend it's ours. That works too. We're here every Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, you can find us on TheVerge.com, on SoundCloud, on any of your favorite podcatchers. And you can find Ross and me on TheVerge.com in general. We write all sorts of things. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug, Ross, other than the GameCube? Oh, I mean, what else is there? I, I would. I mean, if I'm going to plug anything, maybe The Verge's Back to School Guide. Yeah! Not, which is beautiful, which has no relation to why we're doing this podcast at all. <laughs> I sure. can't wink loud enough. And I think most importantly, there's amazing photography. I always love that. We have James Barham, uh, an amazing photographer. He makes everything look good. He makes Nerf blasters look good. I don't care if you're not buying anything. Just go look at those photos. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to plug uh, myself, kind of. <laughs> I, I, here's, what, here's what I would like you very dedicated What's Tech listeners who are still here to do. Go to Twitter and go to at plant, P-L-A-N-T-E, and let me know what topics you would like covered during the fall. We're getting into that time where you're going to make a lot of buying decisions for holiday gifts. And I think the best thing this show could do for you is answer any questions you have about those things. So hit us up and we'll be available here. Uh, we'd also like to thank our producer, Andrew Marino. Until next time, we will talk to y'all later. Goodbye. Ba-ba-da-ba-da-ba-ba.